0: How will Jordan Spieth play this year? How is his 2019 going to go? Based on some things that he said in an interview that I heard on Michael Breed, it should go pretty well. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thanks for being here today. I know I I discussed maybe talking about lag putting in my next episode, but I was really intrigued this morning, as I was listening to uh, Michael Breed, a new breed of golf, I do love listening to Michael Breed. I think he is an awesome lesson. He's a good dude. There's just a lot to like about him, and I love how he says all the time, quite frankly. Right? I know I say so, and I we all have our little things, but Michael Breed's is quite frankly. So quite frankly, I was intrigued this morning listening to Michael Breed. He talked about Jordan Speeth and Jordan Speeth's struggles at the end of last year are a lot of what we talked about. He didn't make the um, cut for the tour championship. He finished 30 third, excuse me, 31st. So he didn't make it into the top 30, didn't play in the championship. So it was an interesting year for him. He's now gotten married over in the off season. That tends to have some effect on your ability to practice. All of us who are married understand that part of it. Being that that is what he does for work He will probably have more time than the rest of us will. We also, if we're going to go talk about data, let's look, I mean, just looking at his stats. In 2017, he was 39th on tour in stroke scheme putting, and he dropped in 2018 all the way to 136th. And I think that we saw him miss a lot of short putts. He quit looking at the hole. He was trying all kinds of things, and he discussed that. In the, I, I looked high and low to try to find these interviews that Michael Breed was using. I don't know where they came from. I, I, I wasn't listening long enough before to know where they came from, and I, didn't, I got to work and I didn't really listen if they talked about where those interviews came from afterwards. But there were some really, really fascinating things. First off, Jordan Spieth doesn't seem to be too worried about it. He did talk about that um, he had started working on things in his game and really worked hard to try to improve his game, and then he figured out after the fact that the stuff that he was working on wasn't what he should have been working on. So now he's built in some very bad habits that he says he now has to back out of and try to fix. Okay, so how did he determine that these these habits, these things that he he was practicing on weren't the right things? It's an excellent question. I think you know the answer if you've been listening to me for a while. Another thing that came up about, uh, about Jordan and his practicing, he talked about when he was a young player and just came out on tour and was winning everything and earned the nickname of the golden child from uh, all his compatriots out there on tour, that he just played and he didn't think about what he was doing. It just worked and so he continued to do it. He didn't worry about what was working and what wasn't. He just went out and played. What does that sound like? It sounds like he picked a target and he just let it go. And he'd work so hard and worked so long that it worked. Now, as things, and this always, this happens to all of us. And this is where we can kind of get in trouble. Eventually, the golf game is going to leave us. The problem is we always go back to some old feel. And Jordan Spieth did the same thing. He started chasing old feels. Well, if you've listened to me for a while, you know that these old feels don't work. Every day we're different. And let's just accept that. Every day we're different. It's not going to feel the same way. So in order for us to get the same feels, we start doing some radically different things in our golf swings and we did develop bad habits. And that's exactly what it sounds like happened. That's exactly what happened to Jordan Spieth. He began chasing familiar feels when things started going wrong and probably over-exaggerated some things and tried to get back to some place that isn't You're not able to revisit the same place again, unless you have the ability to track and record when things are going right and then use, and here's the magic word, and I am so grateful that Jordan Spieth came out and said it, technology. He is now using technology. Technology is the key. Technology is part of the modern modern game of golf, and it's never going away. Technology is making it possible for Dustin Johnson to dial in his wedge yardages, right? Technology is making it possible for really good players to get into a groove, then record everything that's going right, and then when they start to get out of that groove, go back and see what it was. Go back and get back to that place. What we're finding, right, when we're using technology and we're going back to that place is that those feels that we felt back in history are no longer the feels that we will feel now when we're swinging it the exact same way we used to. And that's a beautiful thing to realize. That's what Jordan Spieth is realizing using technology. The feel wasn't delivering the same result, but he was able to use technology and show him what was producing the right spin rates, the right direction for his ball flight, All of that you can record, and then you can go back and recreate it, but it's not going to feel the same. It's going to feel very strangely to somebody who is so used to playing on feel. That is the beauty of it, and I think especially as Our physiology changes and mentally we change or we go into an off season then and we come out after the off season and we expect these feels that we developed at the end of last year to somehow or another work this year it doesn't work that way we need to get out of that mindset throw it completely away but it also comes to this idea of when we read Golf Digest and we come up with a tip or we go like our my friend that travels all over the world and finds the best pro possible to go get a lesson and they hand him something. They give him something, a drill or something and we all do it. We read the Golf Digest. We do all these things. We find some tip. We come, we come up with something that works for us, right? Uh, our left shoulder under our chin, our weight shift, whatever it is. We come up with some dumb tip and it starts to work for us and we get it into our head that somehow or another it's the magic pill, that we figured something out. Well, you haven't. And and if you have, if you're hitting the ball well, then you darn well better have a piece of technology and record what's going on because it's not the tip. All the tip is facilitated is you not thinking about so consciously about your golf swing but you're just worried about one thing and you're getting out of your own way and you're putting a good swing on the ball. But you are putting a good swing on the ball and that's why the results are happening. It's not the tip. It's just that you've gotten out of your own way. You're now swinging more naturally and you're hitting the ball great. Well, you better get that recorded. Make it part of your history. So when it goes away and it will go away, all these tips and things go away, because we start chasing feels. But instead, we've got to go back to where the data is, where the data tells us we need to be. And our bodies are changing, and everything's changing all the time. And to swing the same way day to day to day can feel very different each and every day. And that's okay, because now we've got technology to help us get there. So on a typical day for me, I will warm up, using the swing bite. I love the swing bite, it works for me. Whether it's a track man, whatever you've got. Whether it's a blast, whatever you've got. Something that records how you swing the club. So your very, very best swing should be recorded. And then when things get out of whack, go back and check it out and get back to that place. I know what my swing looks like using the swing bite. And I can then replicate those lines, the data that I'm given from the swing bite And I can get my swing back to where it's a very effective swing from day to day it will not feel the same and but I will go out and play with that feel for that day now over the course of playing that 18 holes that feel will change and I have to be ready to change with it by watching ball flight and figuring out what's going on and that's all part of this learning process But at least when I start my round, I know I can split the fairway because I know I've gotten my swing back to where it is in perfect shape or as close to perfect as I can make it because I've got my swing recorded. I've got real data, real feedback that I can use to get back to the same place every single day and be okay with it because I know that it's right even though it doesn't feel right. Sometimes it feels absolutely crappy to swing it the right way and that's what we have to get our heads around. When I listened to Jordan Spieth today and he started talking about technology and how technology is helping him, I was so excited for him because when you struggle and you have your swing recorded, you can now go back into history. You can now go back to those data points. You can now swing the way you did when everything was going right But Jordan Spieth, at age 25, has embraced technology. He is now not going to just go out there and take it for granted. He's been reborn. He's realized that when his swing goes wrong, he can't just hit a million balls and get out of it anymore. But now he's got technology to go back to where he was in a good place and replicate those swings and relearn it for what it feels like that day. And what it feels like two weeks from now, because it will feel different. Now he's got the ability to take use technology to analyze his putting stroke, right? His beautiful, amazing putting stroke. It's not the same as it was, but he's now got it recorded where he can go back and see what's different about it. And he may have to tweak something. He may have to change something. But the technology and the feedback gives us the ability to do that. I am way excited for Jordan Spieth. Technology is not leaving golf. If you're going out looking for a coach, if they are not embracing technology, and and it doesn't have to be any given piece of technology. I have swung the swing bite over 17,000 times. I understand my swing perfectly on the swing bite. I would be lost on a track man. There's some things that correlate, but there's some things that don't. But the swing bite works for me, and it works the same for me every single day. Whatever you use, blast. There's a million of them. I think Sky Caddy's got something. Um, I think probably Swing Caddy's got something. Everybody's got these different pieces of equipment. Pick one. Become an expert on it. And get your swing to a place. Next time you have a tip or next time you're playing really well, get your swing recorded. Put it in the archives. You can always go back there if you've got the data. That's the beauty of it. You never have to wonder if your swing is in a good place or not. You will know. The data will tell you. It is so cool to be able to play and learn golf in this day and age. It's completely changed everything. And the pros are showing us. Jordan Spieth and some of the younger guys, somewhere right around his age, those, his age and below, I think the guys that are coming up now have embraced technology. We've got kids right now that are 12, 13, 14 years old that have been basically their whole swing has been grooved by technology. And, and they have embraced it. I, I can watch my kids. For me, it was very, very hard to use technology and change my swing. It took me thousands and thousands of swings. But when I took that swing bite and I strapped it on my son's club and I explained to him what he was trying to do, he got it down in like five or six swings where his swing was dead on plain and perfect. It blew my mind. So for some of us who are older, older it's going to be difficult. But for the younger generation who embraces technology who knows how to take whatever they see on a mobile phone and implement it, they, are, they have a huge advantage of being really, really good at this game. And it's super exciting. So that's it. I am so excited for Jordan Spieth. This will be an interesting year for him. The more he embraces technology and the more he begins to trust it and go back to it, the quicker his game will improve. And he said something today interesting. He believes that at some point it could just click and he could play really well. That's true, but what will click is once he finally realizes technology is telling him the truth about his golf swing and he throws this concept that feels right out and he trusts the technology and he trusts the data, he will go right back to being a very, very dominant golfer. He's got the natural ability He knows how to win. He's got the mental capacity to be very good. The Masters has proved that time and time again. That kid can play under pressure. And now that kid knows exactly what his golf swing is. That kid is unstoppable. Remember, always better data always means better golf. Embrace it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com